0: Obedience, 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 obedience. Obedience is a cornerstone of our faith in God. Hebrews eleven and one. Now faith is confidence in what we hope for, and assurance about what we do not see. Being obedient requires faith in God. Without faith, it is impossible to walk God. I will. Obedience, obedience, obey Obed
1: God. Hey y'all, it's Ashley, aka Ash, and Shantavia, aka Shay. And And this this is Obedience Podcast, Podcast. which is a podcast created for Bible studies, honest conversation, and growth in Christ Jesus. Our mission here is simply to
0: obey. Obey stands for being obedient to God, believing
1: in God's word, evolving our minds through Jesus Christ, and yielding to Holy Spirit. We are excited to have our obedient ladies and gents back. And if you are new, welcome to the family. Let's get started. Hey y'all, it's Ashley, aka Ash, and Shantavia, aka Shay, and, and this is Obedience Podcast. So we want to welcome you guys to our first episode of our interdependence series. So throughout this series, our objective is to let you guys know, hey, sister, brother, <laughs> you are not to live life by yourself. But ultimately, we're supposed to depend on God throughout this Christian walk. That's why we got Christ. So that we have our direct relationship to God. To lean on Him. And that, hey, we're not supposed to go through life alone. And we also have community as well. But ultimately, we're supposed to be connected to God and depend on Him throughout life situations. So our anchor scripture is Matthew 16, 24 through 26. And it reads, Then Jesus said to his disciples, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. Whoever wants to save their life will lose it. Whoever loses their life for me will find it. What good will it be for someone to gain the whole world, yet forfeit their soul? Or what can anyone give in exchange for their soul so if you guys have not tuned into our end up bible study go ahead and click the link up there somewhere so before we get started shay is gonna let us know what we will be talking about this episode
0: all right so in this first episode of the series we are going to be talking about the tainted promise so, in this episode, we are going to talk about the importance of depending on God, and we're going to do that while contrasting the story of the birth of Ishmael and Isaac. Mm-hmm. And if y'all know that story, it's a whole lot of drama, y'all. Mm-hmm. So, in this episode, we're going to talk about what happens when you take matters into your own hands. So, we are going to break this episode into two sections. So, first, we're going to talk about the betrayal, and then we're going to talk about the tainted promise. Okay? Okay. -hmm. And the episode scripture is going to be the entire Genesis chapter sixteen. But in this episode, we are going to focus on verses four through six first, and then we'll focus on verses eleven through twelve first. But Mm -hmm. let's say a little prayer so y'all bibles let it and go good. (laughs) All right, so bow your heads. So Father God, we want to thank you for letting us join together another Tuesday. We want to thank you. for the series that you've given to Ashley. And we just pray that through this series, people learn to depend on you and lean on you more than ever. Yeah. We know that through this life, there's no way that we can do it on our own. And if everyone just gets to the realization of that, Lord, we know that we will advance even more in this world yeah. and get even farther and not have those feelings of loneliness, anxiousness, if only we just depend on you, God. Yeah. We pray that someone is healed through this series and we pray that through this series, episode that you speak through us and you take away any of our own opinions yes. or ideals and just put whatever you want us to say in our spirits. We pray away any bad technical difficulties or the storm that is coming our way. We just pray that you hold off, that you hold it off until Ashley gets home. Yes. So in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
1: Amen. You better for safety <laughs> in my travels <laughs> yes, yes, Lord. Um, thank you so much for bringing in Holy Spirit and just praying over this entire episode and series. We sure need it because we need to be free and to know that hey, we need to be the uh, free. Praise the Lord. just a brief background before we hop into the actual birth of Ishmael so in chapter 15 God told Abram that you know he was going to protect him and reward him greatly and Abram was just like wait what good is it if I don't have a son you know I'm just going to be leaving those rewards and all of my inheritance because I don't have an heir so he was just like I'll be giving it to my servants because I don't have a son so that's when God told Abram That he would have a son. And in addition to that. That he'll have descendants more than he can count. So within that chapter. He's just talking about the promise. That he gave Abraham. That hey that we're a part of now. We're a part of that Abrahamic covenant. So. There's your story time. (laughs) Alright so let's hop into this episode itself. And let's start with the betrayal. Well we'll cover Genesis 16. Verses 4 through 6. And it reads. He slept with Hagar, and she conceived. When she knew she was pregnant, she began to despise her mistress. Then Sarah said to Abram, You are responsible for the wrong I am suffering. I put my slave in your arms, and now that she knows she is pregnant, she despises me. May the Lord judge between you and me. Your slave is in your hands. Abram said, Do with her whatever you think is best. Then Sarah mistreated Hagar. So she fled from her. So since Sarah was not bearing any children. And she was just like hey I gotta give my husband a son. I have to you know bear something. Because even at that time pretty much a custom at that time for the wives to give their servants to their husbands. To have that air to have children within their families so that you know their your name can continue on from generation to generation even though it's a custom you know like we're not supposed to follow the patterns and the customs of this world mm-hmm. even though it is a custom doesn't mean that it's right yeah. for us to do just because it does make sense logically doesn't mean that you know we're supposed to do it mm-hmm. like if you haven't received a confirmation if you haven't received or even consulted with Holy Spirit with God in the situation and you're just taking matters into your own hands just like Sarah did and she just went with the customs and what everyone else was doing doesn't mean that it's right mm-hmm. as believers we're supposed to be the standard we're supposed to be set apart from the world as believers we aren't to see to believe, we're supposed to believe to see. Because look at the definition of faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. So if we see it and be like oh I do believe, you know he can do it. <laughs> we're supposed to believe that he can do it even before it manifests. Yeah. And manifests and see in our physical eyes. We're supposed to look at his promises and say oh yes he's capable of doing that." I'm a believer. I stand in faith and not in logic.
0: So one thing I noticed in the verse, literally Abraham and Sarah agreed for Abraham to lay down Mm -hmm. with Hagar and conceive. But the second that Abraham actually slept with Hagar and she conceived, all of this confusion came into the place immediately. So as soon as Hagar knew she was pregnant, she began to despise Sarah. Mm -hmm. Why? Because first of all, being pregnant wasn't in Hagar's plan. This is not her husband. She already knows she can't keep the child. So, you know, what is really going on at this point, you know? And then right after that, Sarah goes to Abraham and says, You are responsible for the wrong I am suffering. Mm -hmm. Like, we agreed on this together. But it's so much confusion going on because they stepped outside of the path and the will that God has their life to try and help them out, Mm -hmm. you know. I think you got it wrong. Let me Mm -hmm. go help you out. But I'm pretty sure if they would have just stayed on track, none of this would have happened. You know, they never would have had Ishmael or she never would have... Started to hate Sarah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Sarah and Abraham wouldn't start like the little bickering. And then another thing at the end of six, you know, Abraham was just like, whoa, you know, I ain't got nothing to do with this. You know, we kind of agreed on this. Mm-hmm. So, you know, do whatever you think is best. Be and what Sarah thought was best was to mistreat Hagar. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't, that was not best. Like, she, first of all, mm-hmm. Hagar didn't ask for none of this. And <laughs> yeah. and she was just trying to be a good little slave. Yeah. You know, like, like now she got to sleep with people. She got to have people babies, and people hate her for no reason. Like, what is going Confusion. And then, at the end of 6, it said she fled. Mm-hmm. Even more confusion. Now you done got Hagar, who done left the building. <laughs> Stepped up the scene. Yeah. <laughs> so, the promise that they were trying to create themselves, then left the building. How how <laughs> how is that the plan that God had? Yeah. All that confusion. God is not a god of confusion. We already know that. <laughs> so everything that was going on here we already know is outside of God's will. Whenever we try to help God along with things or speed things up for God, it leads to confusion every single time. Like, I vividly remember when we were working on a a special project and we were trying to, we were moving hastily, y'all. And I just remember me and Ashley, we was on this call and I was just like, I gotta take a bath.
1: I'm stressed.
0: (laughs) And Ashley was like, I'm stressed too! And we just like, you know, it's it's not supposed to be this much confusion. Mm -mm. And we just halted and stepped back and we said, if it's for us, if this is what God wants, It's just not the time right now. Mm -hmm. Let's slow down and listen to God. And, you know, it was the best decision that we ever made. Like, one day we'll be able to do that, but just not right now. And when we do do it in God's time, and it's going to be beyond what we even thought it was going to be, you know, in those pictures that we took for that project, y'all, we've been using it for the um, promo of the podcast to to this day. Yeah, so Holy Spirit will warn you of confusion, by the way. And even after Ishmael was born, I know I'm getting really far far in the story, mm-hmm. but even after Ishmael was born and they received their promised child, Isaac, it caused discord between the two men. Trying to speed along your promise or speed along what God told you he was going to do for you mm-hmm. is going to cause discord as well. And it may not be discord between you and another individual. It may be discord between you and your finances, discord between you and your peers it may cause discord between the people that you're ministering to you know they may not need that word right now Mm and you may say something wrong you know i just remember one time vividly our pastor explaining you know how when we're walking in the path that god has for our life he's ahead of us holding an umbrella Mm. he's walking backwards holding the umbrella out for us mm. and the second that we step outside of the will and the path that he has for us he no longer has that umbrella mm. underneath us that's good. and so that's what I always think of when I'm trying to move in haste or do something outside of the will of God like do you want that, that confusion, that discord, that destruction that could potentially happen if you step outside of his will
1: I think a lot of times as humans, and I, I include myself into this umbrella too, we have a tendency of taking matters into our own hands. It's just natural for us. For, you know, to be like, oh, so what do I need to do? Or how can I move this this process along? Especially now because we do have a microwave mentality. And I, like I said, I am including myself in here. Because I know for me, I was just like, Lord, you know, I know your promises, you know, we started that in May. So I'm just like, <laughs> it's July. <laughs> He's still at the end of May. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, I sowed the seed this morning and so what a you know what a harvest that. You know, like, hey, I know you forget. you said you never leave me nor forsake me, but I I kind of feel like right. That bank account looking like if no. <laughs> <laughs> I actually had this conversation and with one of my sisters, and it was a sting reminder, and I say a sting because I didn't want to hear it, but it's a good reminder that you know s- fruit does take time to produce. Yeah, you know if we would go out, to go outside and plant a seed on today, we wouldn't see anything, not even the roots that begin to form. Yeah this afternoon nor tomorrow probably next week pastor Corey said this as well in doing his interview mm-hmm. like hey it takes time for some seeds to take root yeah and i was thinking while he was saying that that like hey like i don't want just like when i sow my seed i don't just want one fruit to come from it yeah you know i don't just want one apple want i ain't so the seeds to just get the one apple from yeah. the tree I want multiple, you know, that continues to pro- produce fruit for the seeds that I've sown. Mm-hmm. We said it before that God is a God of abundance. Yeah. So I don't want the microwave blessing, you know. I heat up that seed right there, you know. I want to h- hurry up and produce those roots. It don't work like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, you know, I ain't no gardener or nothing like that. But I'm pretty sure they'll tell me it doesn't work like that. It has to have the natural light, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so... That's just a hot moment for me that, you know, I have to realize that seed takes time. And at the proper time, it will produce the harvest and it'll be ripe and it'll be plenty yes. um, in that as well. I wanted to add to what you said
0: about, you know, like, you don't want just one, mm-hmm. one piece of product to come from your seed. And I'm thinking, like, I was trying to think of, like, every single seed that I know, like, flowers, fruit... Like, every single seed I can think of, none of those seeds produce just one thing. The only way it can produce one thing is if you take it out the ground too soon. But with everything that has a seed, it always produces in multiples. Yeah. Every time, like with the apple tree. You plant that that apple seed, it's not going to give you one seed in return. It's going to give you an entire tree with multiple apples Mm -hmm. on that tree or multiple peaches on that tree and all it takes is one seed and it's going to give you back plentiful harvest. All it takes is one seed guys and like Pastor Corey says as long as you don't take that root or that seed out the ground it's going to give you more than what you put in
1: originally Mm -hmm. as
0: long as you don't take it out.
1: So continue to let the light shine upon it. Continue to water it with faith. Yep. So, that was a great segue into our next part of this episode, which is the changing promise. So, in
0: this section of the episode, we are going to focus on Genesis chapter 16, verses 11 through 12. So, I am going to read that. It says, The angel of the Lord also said to her, You are now pregnant, and you will give birth to a son. You shall name him Ishmael, for the Lord has heard of your misery. He will be a wild donkey of a man. His hand will be against everyone and everyone's hand against him. And he will live in hostility toward all his brothers. One thing I want to point out. Yes, Ishmael is a tainted promise. But if we look at what the angel of the Lord told her to name her son. It lets you know that even though. Abraham and Sarah stepped outside of him and tried to handle things for themselves. He still didn't forget about him. He still took care of Ishmael because it says, For the Lord has heard your misery. Mm -hmm. That is literally his name. The Lord knew what Hagar was going through. The Lord knew this is not... What I had in plan, Mm -hmm. and she does not deserve this. So let me not forget about her. Even if you do stuff outside of the will of God and try to be independent, He still will will be right there to help you fix your mistakes. Mm -hmm. But you still will have to deal with the consequences Mm -hmm. of that. But it just won't be as bad, you know. Like it says that, yeah, He's gonna have hostility towards all of His brothers, but the Lord still showed compassion for him.
1: So, I do agree. That was one of my points that I did get from verse 11. That, like, hey, like, even still, like, I even disobey God sometimes. Or mm-hmm. I'm delayed in obedience. That he still gives me instructions. He still, still like, repeats himself if I need to hear again. chasing Or still. if I don't want to hear it again, he still gives me instructions. I'm just like, alright, <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, like, he still is near in those times. Like, he... Does not leave. Does He does not forsake us. Even though we don't always get it right. You know, his grace is still sufficient. So we still have to deal with the repercussions. So it doesn't mean that we are exempt. But he does still hear our prayers and our prayers as well. Yeah. So one of the repercussions was that Ishmael was born with a disadvantage in life. We see in verse 12 that, you know, it was pretty much a tag on his life that, you know, he'll be the wild donkey of a man and that his hand will be against everyone and everyone's hands against him. So it leads me to the question for you guys in your personal walk with Christ, me as well. What does our independence birth? What does it give life to? So if we're not being interdependent and dependent on God and consulting with God, what else will that lead to? you know what separation yeah running away Mm -hmm.
0: what hagar did the confusion that we talked about in discord that we talked about in the first part of the section Mm -hmm. it led to her running away and she was separated and that's what we tend to do Mm -hmm. when we step outside the will of god and then all this confusion has happened we separate from god we don't want to do quiet time. Yeah. We don't want to read the Bible. We don't want to pray. We don't want to go to church. Because yeah. all of this crazy stuff is going on with because of us. Mm-hmm. But we don't want to do all this. And, you know, I don't know if it's because, you know, you're kind of, like, embarrassed to go to God. Mm-hmm. Or you just feel like, well, he is a worker for me. And you know? like, it can be either or. I don't know. Neither one of them is true, y'all. Yeah. But we do tend to separate from him when things are going crazy when we stepped outside of his will.
1: Right. Honestly, like, we may think that our independent thoughts, that our way is better. <laughs> like, we may think that we're getting advantage. Like, hey, I'm going to get ahead of you. Girl, if you sit down so well, <laughs> you getting three steps back. When God could have catapulted you, like, further along, but you rather would take matter into your own hands. But, like, where where is that getting you? Like you said, separation with God and... You being separated, you separate yourself. But God is just like, hey, sis, you accepted me as your father, so let me help you in this. Mm-hmm. So, girl, just come to him. Uh, yeah,
0: And it's so hard because it the is. generation that we live in and the time that we live in, everybody wants to do everything on their own. I remember when I was doing one of my evaluations at work with my manager, and she was like, I noticed you clock a lot of hours. You know, for work, and I was like, "Yeah, I sit in the hotel room and I finish up the stuff that needed to be done." She was like, "Well, do you do you ask anybody for help?" I was like, mm, "I'd rather do it myself. I know it's done right." Mm-hmm. And she was just like, "No, you're, you're going to go crazy." She was like, "Stop working after work," and I was just like, "But well, how's it going to get done?" Yeah. She was like, "You delegate." I said, "Huh? Delegate? I don't I don't trust that person to get my work mm-hmm. done." I don't trust that that person is going to do it right, so therefore I'll do it by myself. Wow. Because I had the mentality of if I do it myself, one, I know it's done right, and two, I know it's done. I don't have that lagging thought in the back of my mind that they do it. But wow. we don't have to worry about that when we're giving our stuff to God. Because he already knows better than us. He knows what's going to happen before us. Y'all know Jeremiah twenty nine eleven says he has a plan us to prosper and not harm us, so why wouldn't we delegate the things that we want to be independent about over to Him? I feel like delegating things over to God is the best delegation that you can do because He can definitely get it done. He can get it done quicker than we can get it done, and He can get it done in wonders. That we can never even imagine. Going back to our Flip the Switch series, he can do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think if we just give it over to him. Yes. We just delegate it to him. So delegate those things in your life that you like to take lead on, mm-hmm. delegate it over to him and see what he can do. I know I had to do it with my finances because I wasn't letting him into my finances. I told this story before and they looked a high miss, y'all. But now, since I've let him into it and I delegated, okay, God, I've been messing up. Do what you do best. Yeah. He's been working. he been working his wonders. That is proven to me, oh, this was the best thing you could have done, and you should have did it a long time ago. So, y'all definitely delegate those things over to God. The best managers delegate.
1: Yes. <laughs> you better preach today. I think the key thing was, like, the trust though. Mm-hmm. like you did not trust those people to do your work cuz can can't do it like me? Mhm. I know how I want it to be done. It's going to be done perfectly. Mhm. But the thing is like in our, our relationship with God, if you've seen or you you're in that right now, it's to really ask yourself, do you trust God? Mhm. Do you even know God can do it? And I think that's the 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 nutshell of trusting when you don't know a person in their characteristics, you, you may have said, hey, that person is lazy. Hmm. You know, he mm-hmm. don't even know how to send an email. Mm-hmm. I can do it myself. But when you really get to know the characteristics of God, then that's when you learn to trust God. And that's when you're able to delegate situations. Okay, God, I know that you are a healer. So I'm gonna trust you with my healing. Mm-hmm. I know that you are a waymaker, so I need you to make some ways with these <laughs> finances. Yeah. I know that you are God of abundance, so hey, God, mm-hmm. you're the God of abundance, so I need you right here. You know, I know that you are God of peace, so hey, the situation right here is a whole lot of chaos. Can I just give this to get you? this peace over to you? Yeah, because I can't do it. And then inch by inch, you'll look back at your life and be like, oh, He has my entire life now. And we're not saying that, hey, you have to be perfect and say that you already do have your whole life to God. It's the process. Yeah. I had to do it. Because even last year, around this time, or back in March, I realized that I did not trust God. hmm And then, month by month, he began to show me things. And that's when our relationship grew even the more. hmm And I'm here to sit before you today and tell you that God is all of those things and more. Yep. Delegation
0: delegation y'all mm-hmm. and the thing about it a lot of the times we don't want to give like the thing over to somebody else cause we think that we can do it better yeah. truth be told God can do it way better than we can do Child.
1: it and ooh,
0: way better God. cause a lot of, well I know a lot of the times you know when I had issues with delegating I'm like, when I see the finished product it's like it's gonna be something wrong with it but when we see the finished
1: product of God you just can't sit back and be like Oh, you just be all of God. Like I mm-hmm. didn't even think like who could think of that. He even looks out for like say for instance you apply for something and you didn't get it. Mm-hmm. He saw something that was behind the curtain that you didn't even see. Oh yeah. So he's a protector anyway. Definitely.
0: Whenever I get like a decline for something or a denial for something, I always just like well, you know, God got something better for me. Right. He definitely sees beyond what you can see exactly so before we can even decide to delegate things over to god we must first accept jesus as our lord and savior so through jesus christ we
1: are all offered the opportunity to have a personal relationship with god so if you have not received jesus christ as your lord and savior now is the best time to do so If you would like to accept Jesus, all you have to do is repeat this
0: short prayer after us. Lord Jesus, I know without you, I am lost. Today, I make the decision
1: to make you the Lord of my life. I give you the throne of my heart to lead and guide me in the way that I should go.
0: Thank you for forgiving me of my sin and also delivering me from my sin in jesus name amen. amen and just like that it's that simple you are now a part of the kingdom of
1: christ yes
0: welcome to the family y'all welcome <laughs>
1: welcome 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 we've been waiting
0: on you yeah so be sure to connect with the bible teacher in church in your area if you cannot find one we always include our church's live stream link In the description box below where we go live at 8.30 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. Central Standard Time. Every Sunday. So y'all click on that link. Come check us out. Come check us out. And if you are listening on any of our podcast streaming services, Mm -hmm. be sure to leave us a review. It will really help us grow in the podcast community.
1: Go ahead and share this with five of your friends. Let's count it down. One, two, three, four, and five. Bless your friends and also your enemies. Yes. They
0: need it most. Yeah. All right. And then be sure to follow us on all of our social media platforms. They should be on the screen for you right now.
1: Mm -hmm. And if you have any prayer requests, please be sure to send those to us at obediencepodcast at gmail.com and we will stand in agreement with you.
0: Alright, and as we go through this series, you do not want to forget to download our free printable. Mm-hmm. It is going to be below in the description box, so be sure to download that, you guys, because it is
1: free! Also, be sure to catch us Tuesday at 7pm Central Standard Time, where we will have a very special guest, Miss Chris Say. She is a Christian influencer, and we are so excited to have her on Tuesday. So, y'all be sure to tune in. Mm-hmm. And if you do have
0: any questions that you want us to ask her, just be sure to comment it down below. And mm-hmm. we'll be sure to add it to our question list. That's right All right, but that's all that we have for you guys today. We hope that you learned something on this interdependent journey. And we hope that you guys had a safe. Independence Day, because this is coming out after Independence Day, so we hope that you had a safe Independence Day and just remember that we are also free, but we are not independent, we are interdependent alright, so until next time, as always, be obedient obedient. we'll see y'all then, bye